What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Chunkit Stingers podcast, episode number five. In this episode, we talk to Jacob, the owner of American Batsmith. American Batsmith is a smaller bat company, but today we learn about all the customization that they offer, and on top of that, some other really cool stuff. So make sure to go over to YouTube, subscribe to that, and watch the visual if you'd like. That is at Chunk Hit Singers Podcast on YouTube. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Here we go. Hey, well, my name is Jacob Huff, and I own, I'm the owner-operator of American Batsmith. They're based in Utah. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's us. That's our geolocation. And we enjoy Utah. And we enjoy the uh, atmosphere that we have here in the Intermountain West. And uh, we love making bats, and we make a pretty darn good bat. Yeah, so all your bats, well, as what I can see, are handmade by you guys? Yeah, so, you know, we get our, we get our wood from our mills up in the upper northeast, and uh, we, we get some of the finest wood we can possibly find. And it's, uh, the grade is, is so premium, it's, it almost hurts to carve a bat out of it because it's so beautiful. But what it does is it makes for a really nice baseball bat. So we get those, those shipped into us and we have uh, everything that we do here at American Batsmith is built on CNC. So that's computer numerically controlled. And so we, uh, we design their AutoCAD and we get everything to the spec that we feel like the bat needs to be at. And then we send it over to the CNC lathe and CNC lathe is so precise that it, it really cuts out something special. So the days of doing things by hand and being able to, you know, produce a, a mass amount of it to the world is really, it's not feasible. I, I really don't think a, a bat company can be in Major League Baseball or uh, demand huge popularity and, and meet the demands of the purchasers uh, by doing it by hand. So yeah, we, we do have a lathe, we can do it by hand, but we, we do everything CNC and you know, it's just the, the, tech, the techie way to do it. And we enjoy doing it like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, on top of that, like just throw out some names of guys that you know in the bigs or in the minors that use your bat. Okay. So first and foremost, I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it, that we are not an approved bat uh, company for Major League Baseball as of yet. Uh, it's important to understand that. Uh, we build all of our bats to, to Major League Baseball specifications, uh, and they're fantastic. We have many big leaguers that have asked us, hey, when are we going to go in to Major League Baseball? Um, you know, in the distant future, absolutely, it's something to think about. And, you know, there's, there's steps to be taken and uh, to get there. So brick by brick, we'll build it. And when we do get there, it'll, it'll be a, we'll be, a, we'll have a sound foundation under us because the first couple of years in Major League Baseball can be kind of tough. But I will tell you that we've had some names, uh, nobody necessarily in the top MLB rank, but we do have uh, some um, MILB guys or minor league guys, uh, Taylor Snyder with the Rockies organization, fantastic hitter, uh, Peyton Henry of the uh, Brewers organization. I think, I believe he's probably going to be on their 40 man roster. He's fantastic. Um, 
we've got we've had Jackson Clough out of BYU. He's used our stuff in the North Nationals organization. Um, and so, you know, there's just three of them that just come to mind real quickly uh, that uh, we've done some things with. And primarily, we put bats in their hands. They've gone to their affiliates. They've played with them, uh, give, give some feedback back, and they really, really enjoy them. And we've got them dialed in. So we've done some really cool things with them um, and really helped their game elevate. And uh, we're happy to do things for them. But as of being, you know, in the upper echelon, you know, we're not there yet. And technically, you know, we should keep our nose out of it till we're really there. But yeah. uh, we're getting a nice following on Instagram. Uh, we do things right. We do things great. Work with the we work with the right people. So we're growing, and uh, we're growing pretty quickly. And uh, we're we're really excited about that. Humbled too. Yeah. See, I didn't I didn't know about that rule. I thought as an MLB player, you can get whatever bat you want and you can swing it. I didn't know that. So Yeah, I mean um, technically you can swing any bat you want in the offseason, but when you're playing in a in a major league baseball sanctioned game, you need to be using bats that are major league baseball certified. And uh, you know, so it's it's an honesty game there. Yeah. And then like like you said, um, I was talking to the acts bat guy. He was saying how that's the first thing he did was like minor leagues, some younger guys, and they just kept telling other friends and eventually they got up there. So it's a way to do it, it looks like, of what I've heard so far. Um, we'll go over to a next question. You guys already you already did a great job explaining of like what where the bats come from. Um, you already said where the bats are made. What about the name? Where did the name come from? American Batsmith. That's a really good question. So you know, it, it was kind of funny. Um, I'm, I'm pretty patriotic guy. You know, I love our country. I think we have a great country. Um, and uh, we ended up uh, wanting to do something that was American because baseball is very Americana. So when we started the company, we wanted kind of a retro feel with a, uh, a fresh take on retro. So thus we kind of had our logo kind of coming. I'll show that to you here. So our logo kind of turned out like that. And uh, we spent, you know, three days down in Southern California along the beaches there in board shops, just finding inspiration on design and shapes and colors. And, and it's a good place to go because people down there aren't necessarily afraid to be themselves. So we wanted a little play on words because it kind of sticks in people's minds. So bat smith instead of, you know, uh, a wood smith or a blacksmith. So anytime you add a smith to the end of it, you become technically an expert in the old English in that field. So we decided to go with American batsmith and it stuck. I mean, it, it was really interesting when we did come upon and, and choose American batsmith as our name because I had a bunch of people tell me, hey, look, it's old English. No one's going to understand that. So what we did is we, we found 10 high school kids who all are into their slang speech and just into their high school world. And we said, what do you see when you see this logo? And it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, bats or anything. And they said, do you make baseball bats? So people really went with it and it stuck. And that's one of the bigger compliments that we get. People like the name and they love the logo. Yeah, I like the name a lot. 
it like you said, it's almost like the pastime. It brings back like you got all these new type of bats, but wood bats that name for, fits perfectly. Um, and on top of you guys selling bats, you guys also sell some like other stuff. Can you explain like what else you sell? Sure. So, uh, you know, we sell all sorts of things and we, and we do some crazy stuff. And, and the reason why we do some of that crazy stuff is, you know, our, our motto is to be distinct. We want every player to have to be them, their own colors, their own design. When they're up at the plate, we want the bat to be an extension of their hands. So we want them, the bat to be them. And so we get all sorts of funky stuff that come in. Um, you know, we make some awesome little glove mallets. We make oh, four, or five, four or five different types of glove mallets uh, that people have thought up and they just stick and we sell every one of them. Um, you know, we build uh, the other day, uh, Pelican Batwax, fantastic company out of San, out of San Francisco, got a hold of us and wanted us to make uh, some uh, bicycle handle out of ash wood and burn it. And he was, he put on his bicycle. Well, sure enough, after we built it and sent it to him, you know, a week later it was on his bicycle and he's riding around San Francisco with a baseball bat style, you know, handlebars. So we do some things like that. We, of course, we make our trainer bats, um, you know, heavies and lights, and we have an, a wonderful youth line, anything between, you know, 28 to 30 inches long. And we call them the youth pro build line because we build each one of those out of professional spec maple or birch and ash. And we build those youth bats to MLB spec. So they come with ink dots. They come with the finest wood, the same wood that the MLB guys would use. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a little expensive, but your boy or your daughter gets the nicest wood bat they'll ever see. And it's the same circumference barrel as the major league bats. So you can get a 28 inch bat with a 250 barrel or uh, diameter. So they're really cool looking and they play the part, act the part and the kids really love it. So we do some fun things like that. Um, and uh, you know, we've got some other things coming down the pike too that we're in the middle of catting up and we'll debut those you know, in the next two or three months. And you guys have like the customization option too on top of that, like you said, right? You can customize it basically however you want on the website. Right. So it, we do have a, a small customization on the website. It's pretty basic. What we do offer people is we offer kind of a fun program wherein you want your own special bat and you want it named after you. It's pretty easy to do. Um, say, for instance, you start with a 271 uh turn model, which is super popular, and you want to make some changes to it so it fits you. So you enter into this program that we run and uh, you get two uh, prototypes. As you send us feedback, we continue to hone and, and turn the bat and, and, and mold it to your specifications. Once we get it, then we name that bat. Say for instance, you know, it's a, it's a John or your last name's a, a Miller and your number's 36, so it's the, the M36 or something like that, becomes your bat, your specific geometry that's built for you. It's a little expensive because it takes hours and you get you have to pay for the shipping and you pay for the billets and the bats and everything that comes to you. But once you get it, you have a turn model that's actually built for you um, and nobody else. So that's distinctly 
what we go for and, and, and we thoroughly enjoy that. Yeah, you don't really get that much like other places. So that's a good thing well, that you guys. It's a fun thing. I, I think what happens is, is that when you get to being as big as some of the big companies and they all make great stuff, uh, you just don't, you lose some personal touch and some of that maybe still happens with them behind the scenes, but you just don't hear about it as regularly. Um, it's just something that we like to do. I'm sure other back companies do the same thing. It's not really specific to us, but you know, we like the batter to feel as comfortable as he can in the box and to give him the best opportunity to, to succeed. And if we don't do that, then we're not doing our job. Yeah. So on top of that, like we were talking about how you have like different things. I saw this one thing that really got me like intrigued. What is uh, the thing you guys call the hitters log? What can, can you explain what that is? Yeah, absolutely. I'll grab one for you. So we, uh, we got together. Uh, we had, I had this harebrained idea that, you know, every, every hitter, if they're truly a hitter that cares about their game, wants to be data driven which most of major league baseball and and things are all built on metrics now anyway but if they wanted something to to record their baseball lore their baseball legend that's themselves they could do it inside of what we call a hitter's log and what this is we got together with uh, with rustico leather journals they make the finest leather journals in the world just based out of utah here and we got down and dirty and we, and we really designed something special. So out of saddle leather, it's super high end, high grade leather. You know, you get an amazing log. So you get, you know, a really fun spray chart. So you can put everything down there of what you've done during the game at every at bat. Then we also have a bat log in there because certain players will use different bats for different pitchers, different situations. Um, and we also want to want to help you dial in a, a bat brand that works really well for you so you can track, you know, what bats you're using and where you have the best success. Um, and so what this is also designed for is to pass down to your genealogy, if you will, uh, meaning passing down to your young ones. Maybe I never made Major League Baseball, but I played in a really fun league. And it's just a, like your baseball journal that'll pass down through generations. So something definitely different, something other bat companies don't have. Um, and it's just some little harebrained idea that I had. And uh, it's turned out it, we don't sell them as much because I think people maybe track it on their phone or do something. But if I mean, if I was a coach and you were in my dugout and you're on your phone, I'm going to ask, why are you texting your girlfriend or why are you on TikTok? So with one of these, you know exactly, the coach would know exactly what you're doing. You're serious about your game. You want to improve and you can find all those areas where you do need to improve if you're able to, you know, write it down and understand your notes and you're goal driven. So that's what the hitters log is all about. It's really cool. Uh, great stocking stuff with us last year. And we've got, uh, we're probably going to continue to produce some over the next, uh, next while. We, we really enjoy them. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Like some some people just get their stats from their coach, but I think it's just better if you write it. You you get to actually say, like you can write down exactly what you're thinking at the bat, why you missed it, why you hit it well. I don't know. I like that idea. So I'm gonna have to look into that for sure. No, you know what? You're absolutely right about that. Um 
how many you know baseball's a, a cruel game how many times have you maybe barreled up a ball and you've hit that ball so well but it goes right to the second baseman yep and you know it was a great hit and your coach looks at you like you didn't get the job done but deep down inside you're like you know what i barreled up that ball it's all thoughts and and processes that are personal to you that you can put inside the hitter's log so you can keep yourself at a good uh, high level of confidence to, you know, not worry about what your coach says, even though you should maybe a little bit, but you know, the truth and the truth is going to be in that hitter's log. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you're talking about how like you can make your own like bat, like for you. Well, I was going to ask this from the question that I had was what's your favorite bat like that you've made, but do you have like your own bat like for you that you've made for yourself? That's a good question. You know, I really haven't even swung very many of the bats that I make. And I, I think what that is really is, is that we're so busy that I just don't get the time to go out and have fun. You know, uh, someday I might, but it's really technically about the player. And that's what we're built about and built upon. So when you get a, a turn model that you've invented and you really like it, you'd rather have someone who's facing velo um, go try it out and give you feedback because at 42, I don't want to see anybody throwing 95 miles an hour, 92. I like to see somebody throwing 60. So <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's fun to let them try them out. Uh, I don't have a specific turn model that feels good to me. I haven't built a bat specific to me. I think a 271 feels pretty good to me. I'm more of a contact hitter personally. Um, you know, there's some models out there that are you know, on the retail side, retail geometry. There's, there's a big difference between what you see in Dick's and a sporting goods store versus the real geometry that they're using in Major League Baseball. You've got to remember that. There's a complete difference. So, uh, there's a lot of good retail geometry out there that I think is fits me perfectly because I'm not strong enough to swing some of these big drop two, two forty threes that have no business being sold at Dick's or Shields or some of these other places, you know what I mean? So uh, I haven't made one for myself. Uh, my favorite turn model that I like to make, um, man, I like, I like bats equally. I do like making the TS 28 because that was a really fun one that we did for Taylor Snyder. That's built to his specs. You know, Taylor's dad was a former all-star and professional baseball player for Cleveland and Los Angeles. And so we took his, he really loved his dad's handle on his game bat from the eighties. And so we took that handle and we married it together with a 318 barrel. And we came up, uh, we did some tuning on it, obviously to make it work and we come up with a, a bat. So that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so like if I was going to get a bat, what would you suggest for me? I'm more of a like power hitter, gap to gap. And then I'm around like 5'10", 215. What would, what's like a model for me? 5'10", 215, gap to gap guy. You got a little bit of pop in you, right? Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, uh, there's some really good models out there. I think personally for you, um, excuse me, I think a, an M110 would give you enough pop and a good barrel size 
as well. It's a very balanced bat. Give you some bat speed, give you some good bat control, but give you a nice big barrel to be able to uh, have a longer sweet spot um, and then be a little bit more forgiving. The 271 might work for you as well, but your sweet spot's a little smaller. Um, and if you're really needing that bigger sweet spot, I would probably recommend, you know, a, an I-13 or an AP-5 or something like that in the future, um, you know. And then we come into, you know, what, what feels good to you? You do like end load, do you like balance, do you like a speed bat, you know, um, it, it makes a difference. So to anybody out there that's actually looking for their right bat, it's imperative that you go swing as many wood bats as you can find because you're immediately going to find the ones you like and you don't like. And then the ones that you like, you just keep kind of honing in on models that are very similar. And then you, you pretty much will connect around a certain geometry and then we can massage it from there to really dial it into that, that specific uh, person that you are. Yeah. So like anybody that would look to buy one or like if I was going to get one, um, say for instance, I went to, like you said, Dick's Sporting Goods or somewhere and I found like a Victus that I really liked. Could I tell you what kind of Victus that is? And then you guys would be able to almost model it to like what I like, kind of what I want, what I need. Yeah. Um, you know, say for instance, you find a Marucci that's the, the Lindy model which in my mind isn't, I mean, I've got the actual Francisco indoor model that he used in a game and it's nowhere near the same geometry. And so, uh, you know, but if that one works for you retail wise, then, you know, there's times where we get a demand um, and then we have to go out and get that bat because it would be foolish if we don't go get it and trace it. Um, you know, a really popular one is that old hickory bat, you know, the retail MT27. Um, is really popular among the high school ranks and the, the minor league baseball ranks. And so, you know, we have that geometry. And yeah, so if you wanted a Victus or one of the bigger bat models, sure, we can go get something, trace it and get the base geometry and then start changing it, obviously. And, you know, we can do something like that at added cost and added time, totally doable. That's, that's good to know. That's the best part. But brands like you guys, you guys can model it just how players and kids need it. So um, you already mentioned this a little bit, but one question I saw on your website and I was actually intrigued by it. What does your motto mean by being, being distinct? Okay. You know, it's interesting because I say that because I want people to celebrate themselves and their own personalities. I think in this world that we live in, a lot of times we get lost in what other people are doing, what maybe the government's doing, what other sports stars are doing, what's going on. And we really don't, we start paying so much of attention to other, other people and other things in our lives that maybe we don't give ourselves the self-care that we definitely, that we necessarily need. So what I get at when I say being distinct is, when you build a bat with us, number one, you, you can build your geometry the way it is so it fits you. Number two is, is that you can choose whichever color you want and celebrate your favorite color. If your favorite color is purple and you want to get up to bat with a purple bat, we applaud you. 
you want to get up with a, a pink handle and a white barrel and that's genuinely you and you like that then we want you to be as distinct as possible and behind all that we like to we like to know that if you're number one swinging a bat that fits you your favorite color favorite design um we want to put you in a position where the tool is perfect for the job and so where you're in the plate you don't have to at the plate or in the batter's box you don't have to worry about a damn thing all you have to worry about is fluidly hitting the ball and doing your thing because everything else is you you're zoned into you you're distinctly you you're not anybody else we're celebrating you as a person and so that's where that comes from we're celebrating you as the player and the baseball player that you've become and what you've yet to become and we want to be there along the you know the ride with you so uh, being there at your finest moments and being there at your lowest moments is about being distinct and being distinctly partnershiped and, you know, going through the ups and downs, it creates a nice brotherhood and it creates a, uh, a celebration mm -hmm. of everyone's, uh, every player's uh, possibility and they're, uh, they're really a, a rapture for their success and, and that's really what it comes down to and that's what being distinct means to me and so we use it on all all of our posts we put it on everything you're going to use us we're just we just want you to be you we don't expect you to be somebody else yeah for sure that's a big thing that i do i i wear whatever i want basically i, wear, I love have to, you have to be yourself man i mean yeah. people like you for who you are and, you know, whether you believe that we came from apes or God or whatever we came from, everybody's special and everybody's unique and everybody's distinctly different in some way. So swinging our bat, we just celebrate that. Yeah, I my big thing is I like I like cleats. So I express this year, this year more than normal. I'm going in with some lime green cleats. So that's going to be interesting. And then <laughs> usually. Usually I'm a big Jordan guy and not many people besides like people in the bigs wear, wear Jordan. So that's a big thing that I've been wearing the past like four or five years. So, it, it, you know, Jordan always seems to be on the forefront of some pretty awesome shoes, doesn't he? Yeah. And the cleats are just as good. Yeah. I mean, that's what was really cool about Michael is that he was never afraid to be himself. And he didn't apologize for it. And neither should we, neither should anybody unless we're genuinely hurting someone's feelings on purpose, we go out there and we play the kind of ball that we've been coached to play. We play the kind of ball that we have in our athletic ability. And we swing the type of bat that we feel is most, most comfortable to us. So everything about you is going to be completely distinct. And if you're comfortable on the field, you're going to have awesome success and you're going to be noticed by scouts and college coaches. It just makes life that much easier on you. Yeah. I agree totally with that. And then on top of that, when you're when you're wearing the stuff you want, when you're just having fun, that's when you play the best, in my opinion. So absolutely. Um, over to the next question. Um, you guys, like you said, you got you guys blew up. Not well, yeah, you guys blew up really quickly. You guys came up quick. Um, recently, you guys were in the Bat Bros video. How how has that like really helped you? You know. Will and JT and Cameron and those guys down at the Baseball Bat Bros are offer a very unique service that I feel like 
needed to be out there in the YouTube world. Um, and so I fully 100% support what they do. It can be a little uh, interesting at times. You never know what they're going to say. They, they go off of complete honesty and they're not looking to make friends or they just want to tell people, hey, this is what we found and be objective and then let you go make your decisions, right? Uh, based on the data that they've found. So the baseball bat bros are very interesting, um, you know, based out of Portland, super, super nice group of guys. Um, and when they call and request a model or, or something like that, we make sure that they get it. And, and then we just relax, sit back and then let our product do the talking. And, you know, I think we've been on three or four of their videos and we'll be, we're going to be on some more coming up as they're getting ready to enter into Woodbat Madness. Uh, we enjoy the honesty that Phil, not, not Phil, but Will does. And we're excited to put our product up against some other ones that, you know, that come from the big companies to just see how, how we fare um, in the Woodbat Madness. And he's filming that right now. It's a lot of fun. The Baseball Bat Bros also you know, unknown. Well, they know now, but they can really control the bat market. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's insane, isn't it? <laughs> I was just about to comment on that. Um, like it's insane to me. Like we'll be me and my dad, we, we've been subscribed to them since like, I don't know, maybe like a, maybe like a couple thousand fault, like subscribers. We, we saw them very early. We've just been watching every video since. Cause we want to see what bat's going to be the best. And it's like, we'll be there five minutes, five minutes into the like video release. And the bats are already up 30, 40 bucks on, right. on top of that. Like the Adidas bats and all the wood bats. It's just, it's crazy to me. It's well, insane. I think it, it is insane. And, I, and, it, and Will has such a commanding following because people, number one, people like seeing bombs and nukes get hit, right? And, you know, number two is they like to see the latest bats just being crushed with. And number three is he throws in some laughs and a little bit of funkiness in his videos. It just kind of breaks the, you know, the monotony of it. And, you know, he's got his merch and he's got his stuff. So it makes his videos feel very personable. He's grown like a weed. His TikTok's blown up. Instagram's got probably over 40,000 followers by now. And he reached over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. So very proud of him. He's done a great job. Yeah, as soon as, like, go try to find a, a one piece voodoo one i know the right when that came out me and my dad were like oh maybe i need a bat for this season so i went to go look sold out everywhere <laughs> unless yeah, you don't want to pay crazy? unless you want to pay big bucks on ebay yeah right the same thing with that adidas arrow burner yep. um you know and then some of the reviews that he's done where he's like well the bat's okay they're a dime a dozen you can find them anywhere yeah. so He's in a really unique spot. He'd be an awesome, uh, awesome podcast interview for you. Yeah, I already tried. They they are stacked up, stacked up to like full with the podcast. So I'm waiting. I got a response. They said they're very busy, but eventually I'm hoping down in the long run they can come on. Yeah, you'll get in there. You get in there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. You know, they're doing some other specials coming up with some of our products. It'd be really fun. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, they're right. they're a good group. I like them a lot. They they've shown me basically all the bats I need to know and what I need to know of the bat. 
So you know, I think you're right. And I, and I think what else they do is they actually show that there's such a vast difference between wood bat geometry, wood bat quality, and they also show the ever competitive world of metal bats and how one's, one person's, uh, you know, science in their bat doesn't necessarily match up to this person's and they all perform differently. And, you know, it, it really opens your eyes to see where the engineering's at. And in the wood bat world, you're pretty much, it, it's really geometry and that's about it. And maybe some top coat quality. Uh, but in the metal bat world, the sky's the limit. Different yeah. alloys, different things you can use. So it, the competitive race in the metal bat world can be insane. And can, can you imagine, man, if they didn't have the BB core and they could just make a bat as hot as they want? Heck, guys like you and me could hit something 450, feel pretty good about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking, like I said, I went on with Axbat. And it's crazy because Axbat has that handle. So right. with that handle, they only need to cover this much of the bat. So they don't have to do like the other bats have to do and hold, like cover, make the sweet spot on all sides of the circle. For them, it's only one spot. So he was talking about how that, like, that's crazy. So like you said, it's all different. And they do, they do control the market of bats for sure. Yeah, it's almost to the point that if there's an online review and if it hasn't gone through the baseball bat bros, I don't know if I would tell anybody to buy it until you saw the, the review about that bat through the BBB, if, if you want. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's at first, like everybody. Well, at first it was when I watched them and I bought my bat because of them. And like they were just nobody was like, why are you just believing them? Like, I was like, because I trust them. <laughs> That's yeah, what it boiled no down to. No one else is really doing it and taking the time to film it and put together a weight scale and doing things like that, uh, you know, swing weight scale. So they really found a niche and they've really honed into it. Proud of them. Yeah. Good news. Uh, and also, it was a couple, might have been two years ago, but you guys raised in baseball. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Sure, you know, Tanner. Awesome. Tanner, yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, that was like when you first started, correct? It was like yeah, two you years. know, it was interesting. When we started, we knew we knew that in order for us to get out, we had to use social media. And you just, in these days, this day and age, you just can't make a website, throw it on the World Wide Web on someone's server, and then expect people to find it the World Wide Web is so big and there's such an internet of things out there that you're just not going to be found. So you have to try to find a way to drive traffic. And you, so what happened was, is, you know, we, we got a hold of Tanner and I mean, it was kind of a gutsy move. I mean, what do you say? I mean, he could just say no. And that's the worst thing he could say, right? Hey, he's a great kid. Yeah. I mean, Tanner's awesome. His dad's fantastic. We sent him a couple of bats and said, hey, look, can you just review them for us. We don't care what you think. Uh, we just need to start getting our name out there. And we've done quite a bit of stuff with Tanner and his dad. Uh, Raised in Baseball has, has definitely built our, our follower base. Um, and they have, uh, we've done giveaways with them. And, you know, graciously, they, a lot of this stuff that they do they do out of kind of a service for the game of baseball. 
And so, you know, Tanner puts on some really nice videos. He's always got something going on with, you know, showing you how to swing or throw or field or something. And so there's substance to it and there's great content. And so it's good to be on places like that. We're actually going to be doing a, a fun thing with the baseballist coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and, he's, uh, he's a great guy too. Oh, he does so much good stuff. And so, you know, he reached out to us, said, hey, look, can we do something? I said, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it right now. So we're working on that. Sent him a bat. It'll be really fun. Stay tuned to that too. Yeah, he's he's the guy. He's doing that Dominican Republic tournament. Like, um, and I think July night. It's He's coming here. Well, not him, but the tournament, like, trial to come into where I am. And I wanted to do it, but I already have a tournament, and I was so bummed. But – I'll do it next year. Absolutely. It was rough. I was like, oh, man, the one year he comes here. So he's doing a lot of good things. Him, Tanner. You'd be surprised. You could be at a game, and all of a sudden you see baseballologists, and you're like, hey, he does some things. He surprises people. A lot of Instagram. The Instagram community is huge. It's going going. You know, it it, it is. And and there's there's some influencers that are really up there that are really hard to get a hold of. And yes. it's not necessarily <laughs> those ones that I, I go after and I, I, I seek to put my product in front of, you know, Barstool Sports. Some of those, they're just so big that their follower base is, they, I, I think that sometimes some of these influencers become so big that when they post something, people just flick by it because they're on all the time, you know? And so, you know, Raised in baseball, the baseball bat bros, baseballologist. Uh, uh, who else have we? We've done some things with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stay Grassy is his hashtag. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, sorry, it's just not coming to me. He's, he's, Jay's one of the nicest guys. I just, I'm thinking about so many other things at the same time. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, kindness wins with him. He's a, a baseball glove guy, but, you know, we do a lot of things with, uh, chat with him a lot. So I've picked and cho- chosen, if you will, the people that I've wanted to work with. Um, and it's been really successful. I'm a little bit picky about it um, just because we, we want to build. And I think this is important for everyone to hear is that you want to build your Instagram, not with just paid followers, but you want to build it with strong organic followers that are, or, you know, grassroots type of people that are genuinely following you because they like your product. And it, you know, when that happens, it drives sales to your website and then you can get your product out there in front of kids that are just, that just love the game for what it is and they love your product. And then you start to develop, you know, your loyalty to the brand and it becomes a nice story brand for everybody. It's really fun. Yeah, I, I, Instagram has been a big part of like my, like I probably wouldn't be doing this right now if I didn't have Instagram. So this is a big part about it. And then I, I actually, I, um, I messaged you not even on my like baseball account. My baseball account is probably got like what three hundred fifty followers. I'm small still, but I just I post probably I post at least once a month in the off season because I don't really i'm in Ma- i'm in massachusetts so it's always snowing here nothing really <laughs> nothing really to do in the winter but in the spring i'm very i'm active on instagram 
about every day because I got games sure. every day. But you know, and you and you have to really post almost every day to keep things going. I noticed that when I slow down on my Instagram posting and my uh, my sales kind of dip just a little bit. And so if you're going to sell any product, you have to put yourself out there to sell it. Can't be afraid to hear, hear no. Can't be afraid to hear that your product stinks. Can't be afraid to hear that someone had a bad experience with your product. Um, you know, it always feels good to hear something good about your product, but we live in a cynical world and we live in a world where people think that telling you what's bad helps you improve. And so, you know, if that's the world we live in and then so be it. And so you have to kind of have some tough skin towards it. And when people say, Hey, you, you bad broke after three swings or whatever, you know, you step up as a company and you take care of that. And, uh, you put a different bat in their hands and they go forward. So, you know, you can't be, be scared when you're growing your podcast or anybody's growing, you know, I know that Danny in on the diamond follows you and he's a good, they're good guys out of Texas. And, you know, you just can't be, you know, scared of, of building it. You got to go out and do it and just kind of follow the flow. And I think, I think it'll be successful. Definitely what you're doing. Yeah. I'm like you said, I'm almost treating it like a product posting every time, every time something goes up, it goes on every social media platform. So that's basically Absolutely. what I'm doing. It's a uh, lot of fun. I yeah. mean, Jay at Jay at pickle the beast. That's what I was thinking. Um, you know, Jay's a fantastic guy. Uh, knows a lot about bats. If you ever want to do something about gloves, he's awesome. Uh, probably one of the guys that I know that would be really fun to chat with and even have like a, a mass, uh, a fun podcast with a number of these influencers all together at once. And we can all kind of chat about how we know one another, what we've done together, uh, you know, and, and what we do for the baseball community together would be a really fun one as well. Braden at Reglove. Uh, Reglove is, uh, he does a, an amazing job at not only lacing gloves, but he does a fantastic job at building gloves now. So and he's tied in with the baseball community really tight, another Utah guy. Um, and so, yeah, it's, you make your contacts and then you build from there and everybody builds together. And uh, so, you know, it's been a lot of fun doing things. I bounce things off of all sorts of these. I'll build a new turn model and I'll, and I'll shoot something over to the bat armory which is a good friend of Jay's and he'll tell me what kind of specs and what kind of go over things. And so you can't be afraid to kind of peer review yourself either. Yeah, for Take sure. Get, get better with it. Like you said, that's a, a good idea. You just came up with um, having everybody in here. That'd be fun. That would be a powerful podcast. It really would be. That's something I can consider after doing because I'm posting three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the moment i have enough people like on track to do that i'm thinking maybe after like like 15 20 episodes have like a final episode with everybody on it and then, that would be fun yeah i'll do it. i'll definitely i'll definitely think about that because then because i know i want to have tanner on here that's for sure he he's yeah, busy with it. they're doing their own podcast now yeah yeah so we've been talking he's busy on his own but Besides that, I got a couple people, and then 
we'll go from there. But thank you. That's basically it. Um, before we head off, where can anybody buy your bats or find you on Instagram? Sure. So they can follow us uh, at American Batsmith on Instagram, and uh, they can see our stories, you know, in our feed and everything there. We primarily put most of our pictures on Instagram. We do. You can follow us on Facebook, you know, at American Batsmith on Facebook as well. Uh, we typically try to reach out to the uh, more seasoned individual on the Facebook side. Uh, we're also on TikTok at American Batsmith. Um, and we're growing that. And you can also find us at, uh, at AmericanBatsmith.com. That's where our website is. You can put in your order from there. And, you know, if you need to reach us while you're putting in your order, we'll be there for you. It's typically just a quick DM on Instagram. And if any questions, we kind of help you go through your order, um, you know, methodically, make sure that you get everything right. So when you get your order from us, you have exactly what you needed and you're That's ready to good. go. And so ah. those are the, those are the outlets that we're at right now. And, and we're, we're grateful to be alive and, and out there in the COVID world and still producing a, a great product for individuals and ball players alike. Sounds good. Uh, make sure to go check him out on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening to the Chunkin Stingers podcast episode number five. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, which is Chunk Hit Stingers. Make sure to go over to the YouTube channel, subscribe and like all those videos. That is at Chunk Hit Stingers Podcast on YouTube. And on top of that, go show some love to American Batsmith for coming on here and talking about all the bats. Um, stay tuned for episode number six coming Monday.